Hey, what's going on, you guys? It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast, and I've had a busy summer, so I've been traveling a lot, basically from coast to coast. I feel like I've been back and forth like multiple times from both coasts of the U.S. And of course, the plan was I brought my laptop. I wanted to record video, uh, record not videos, podcasts, and keep it going. But when you're busy with family and you've got things going on, I'm the type of person where if something isn't going to be great or something isn't going to be insightful and you are forcing yourself to do something, just don't do it. There's enough content on the internet today. There's no need to flood it with stuff that is subpar or not useful to people. And that's that led me. I did some thinking about this show and where I wanted to take it. And it was exactly that, which is initially when I created it, I, I had the vision of posting something every day or some type of lesson. And I got to thinking about it and I realized it's less about posting something every day for the sake of posting something, but sharing stuff with you guys when I have some genuinely good insight or something that is actually useful for you to hear, something that I've learned or an epiphany that I've had where, you know, whether it's in life, whether it's in business, whether it's in relationships and working out, yoga, whatever that is, if it's useful, then I feel like I'll share it. And I think that's better for you guys. And then that keeps me energized so that I can have basically just distill things down, lessons that I've learned. It's like a brain collage for me, so to speak, where, you know, it's beneficial just for you and really good stuff. I'm back at home and it feels good to be back in Vegas. I've kind of, I've lived now in Vegas here for a couple of years and skipping the summer, skipping like the hot months in the summer is something I've learned to do. So I disappear for July and August almost so that I can avoid the heat and then come back for the nice weather in the fall. I've been back at home and feeling settled. And the first thing I thought about was, yeah, let's jump on and record a podcast because I do have some insight on things to share. And I do have some things I think that would be extremely beneficial for you guys, like moving into the fall with goals that you have, businesses that you want to start, weight loss journeys you want to start, any big changes in your life. And this one is about, again, it's being aware, like what I want to talk about specifically is being aware of the forces that stop you from doing things, right? So it's almost like procrastination. Like it's if you want to do something, if you want to create something new, you want to start losing weight, you want to start a business, you want to start dating, whatever that is, there's like this element of procrastination. And you may realize that the more that you want to do something, sometimes the more that you resist it in a strange way. And so one of the things I, I have been doing, this is something I think you'll find really interesting is one of the things that I have been doing is I've gone down the rabbit hole of golf. I have family members that are really good at golf. I've never really taken it seriously per se until this summer. And it's very fascinating. So I hired a golf coach and the thing about working with coaches that it's something powerful, right? And as a coach myself, helping people with, I, I have a program where I help people specifically like master their core and do handstands. It's body breakthrough. And then I have a business coaching program where I help people set up online businesses and coaching programs, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the things about being on the other side of it is something at least I find really powerful for me is 
working with a coach and, and specifically working with a great coach gives you permission to fail, which is you feel comfortable failing. And there's a psychology around that, which I, I feel like can't be, can't be underestimated, which is the second you have somebody who can guide you down the path of what you want, you're, you feel comfortable failing with them, meaning you now know you don't have to be perfect. And for example, if I go out and I play golf on my own, or I try to, or I try to swing a club. And if you've never played golf before, it's a very complicated, it's a very complicated, nuanced and complex swing. And this is coming from someone who played baseball. I can tell you that swinging a golf club is about a hundred times more complex. And, but on my own, there is, there's like an element of uh, frustration. I think there's an element of like unknown. There's an element of just almost confusion, which is if I don't swing the golf club right, or I don't play well right away, then I'm not good at this. Or it's just that uncertainty, which then leads to this this, the, the doubt in it, like the doubt in your mind, which is, am I good at this? And it may not, it's obviously you're not good at it, right? If you don't do something, you're not going to be good at it. But there's also this thing of, should I continue? Because what I don't know is if what I'm doing is correct. And, and if you have that, that unknown of whether or not you're on the right path is what it, it's a seed that it's a seed that's planted that creates a lot of uncertainty, which ultimately leads you to, to procrastinate or even stop. Then when you have a coach that you are working with and it, it makes you psychologically more comfortable with failure. And that's the problem today with, that's the problem today with society is that we're so failure averse that we don't try things or we just pass up opportunity because we're afraid of failing. And so having, having someone who's guiding you makes you comfortable failing. And I think that's the thing is just by magically having a coach to work with in whatever arena of life it is that you choose, that you're choosing to go down or you're choosing to improve yourself or evolve. Coach doesn't mean success right away, but what it means is you're now on the right path. And if you're like lost in the forest or you're lost in the jungle, whatever, if you're somewhere and you can wander down trails and through the jungle, through the forest, all you want, but that uncertainty kicks in. Am I going the right way? Am I actually getting out of the forest or am I actually going to find my way out or am I just going in one big circle and, and, and am I going to be right back to square one when I started, Right. That's why in that case, having a forest guide or someone to point you through the different paths of the jungle is invaluable because now with certainty that you are walking on the right path out. And it doesn't mean that having a guide is going to, inst they're going to instantly snap their fingers and you're going to be out of the forest or you're going to be out of the jungle. But what it does mean is that, that every step you take is working you towards the right direction. And I think that's the lesson to understand. And that's the thing that really can't be overstated is the value in it. Like, cause I think most people will say, 
think like if you've never worked with a coach before, it's really hard to understand the value of it. But I think there's sometimes even people who do, who have like unrealistic expectations, which is the second you hire someone to do something, you almost feel like the results are guaranteed or the results are like instantaneous and quick. But ultimately what you're doing, and this is this is really good psychology to have around a coach, is that they are putting, they are effectively the guide pointing you in the right direction out of the forest. But that gives you extraordinary ability to act and continue to act, which is the steps that I take forward are not being wasted because they're leading me to the path that I want to go. So that's one really powerful barrier where is if you want something new or you want a change in your life, it's worth investing in yourself. It's worth investing in your knowledge and your skill set so that you can improve, but also going about it in the right way so that you can make the most out of it. So that's like thought number one, which is, okay, if you want to create change, a coach is powerful, but if you have the wrong mindset around what a coach will do for you, it'll ultimately fail and lead to mismanaged expectations. Realize that the biggest, the two biggest I guess the two biggest things that a coach will bring to the table for you is number one, they, you'll be allowed to fail. You'll start, you'll instantly feel comfortable failing because that the failures that you are going to encounter are just steps on the path, right? And when you combine an environment where you're able to fail and then you mix that with a path that you can walk on because you're walking on the right path. Not only are you okay with failing, but you're energized to keep going because now you're on the right path. And the failures that you are experiencing just lead you down the direction of success in the long run. It's a really important thing, Some something to think about and something to keep in the back of your mind if you are looking to make, make a bigger transformation for the fall. Now, Another thing I, I find is particularly difficult today, and this is something else, shifting gears now a little bit, is how everything that we do is in the public eye and the public arena. And that makes accomplishing the goals we want more difficult because, again, we shy away from failure. And so this is now more so in the arena of business, which is, I, I think, one of the, the biggest challenges I was talking to a friend of mine who's older, right, who has a more traditional business and has been doing, and has been doing business for decades now, right, like 30 years. And he said something very different, right? He's going to go back 30 years ago, so that would be like the 90s or with the 80s, I don't know, I can't do math off the top of my head. I was probably like four or five years old at the time. But he said something very profound. He's like, there was no social media or there was none of that stuff that that let information fly and that let things just bounce around at light speed so everybody knows everything. So it's a very different arena versus today which is social media tends to amplify everything. And so where people go wrong, I think, is it, where people go wrong 
with transformation, whether it's, look, I want to start a business, I want to lose weight, I want to start dating. There's almost this instinct to want to put it out there right away and say, you know what, I am going to announce to the world, I'll put on my social media, I'm going to announce to everyone that I'm doing this new thing, right? I'm starting this new business or I'm starting to train for a marathon or whatever it is you want to do. There's this tendency to want to put it out there. And there's two camps on this, which is number one, number one, there's this thing where, yeah, there's accountability, which is, well, if you put it out there, you have to stick to it. Like now you've just announced it to the world. So now you have to stick with it. So that's number one. And that's one camp of thinking. And then the other, the, the other camp, which is when you want to do something, and this is the one, and I'll go back to the first point in a second, but this is what I lean towards. The second camp is like, if you want to do something, do it in private and do it in silence. Make, make the minimal amount of announcements as possible. Don't go out there and put yourself on a limb because what it does is it amplifies it subconsciously? The more you announce what you're doing, the more it subconsciously amplifies the stakes of failure, which makes you more afraid to fail. Which is now all these people know, and it's I've put it out there that I've got to do it. So what it does is it it almost puts you in a strange box because now your ability, now, now your ability to be okay or the feeling of being okay with failing goes away. Because now it's out there. Now I'm failing in front of everybody. And then what are they all going to think if I don't do it right the first time or if I fail? What are they going to feel and think about me when I do that? When you build in silence, I think it's one of the keys to success in today's world is you have to have the ability to build things and make transformations in private and not feel this urge to put it all out there for every, everybody doesn't have to know like your, your aunt and your uncle's best friend's daughters don't have to know what you're doing and don't have to have an opinion. But that's what social media does because things expand things just that's its goal. It just things expand real quickly and everybody knows what you're doing. So that can make it more difficult. If you're not comfortable with that, that can make it more difficult. Now, instead, what does work really well is find the people you're close with and maybe like the two or three closest people in your circle and let them know what you're doing and let them know this is your goal and have them hold you accountable. You don't need to be accountable to a bunch of strangers on the internet and a bunch of people who really don't know you that are now making it subconsciously more difficult to act. Only then, only once you've got going, it's there's a quote and goes like this, which is don't waste time talking about what you're doing. Just talk about what's done. And that way it's, you can talk about things you've already done instead of things that you're working on. And what you'll find is that when you free yourself from like the shackles of other people's opinions around you constantly, it makes it far easier to react and it makes it far easier to reach your goals. And then once you get to a point, if you are doing something in the public, if you are doing something in the public arena, right? I think this is the most difficult part for people who are starting businesses where, you know, like online businesses, coaching programs, for example, the difficulty of it is that you are instantly, when, whenever you have anything, and this is something to think about, 
Whenever you have an endeavor which requires you to be in the public eye, the stakes for failure are far higher psychologically, and you have to be aware of that so you can overcome it and then act through the failure and act through and push past it. Because the more that you can push past it and the more that you can understand that's part of the game, the easier it's going to be for you to act and to do it. And that's where you're really going to get, uh, that's where you are going to find the biggest improvements in life. And that's where, that's the takeaway from this whole show wrapping up is that it, again, and it's, it's back to the whole reason why I started this podcast is that the psychology behind why you act is the most difficult part to master and that the better off you get at mastering the psychology behind the actions, the more successful the actions are going to be, right? If everything was guaranteed in life and all you had to do was just act and execute, then life would be really easy. But it's the inner game and it's the, the psychological game that does make it really difficult. And that's the part that you have to overcome in every arena of life, in every area. And that's what allows you to make those big jumps up in your transformation in whatever direction you want to go. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. Hope this was beneficial. Again, if you're enjoying it, share it with somebody, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever that is, that helps the show grow. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.